Hello, this is Reverend Dr. Trinity. Thank you for tuning in and celebrating this new moon with us. You're listening to my Inner Spirit Healing Talks offered to you with every new moon. The new moon is a very powerful time to manifest your wishes. So, let's start off by letting go of your stress and getting comfortable. How do you de-stress? Easy. Open your mind and heart to the universe's information and ground yourself to Mother Earth. First, close your eyes and take a deep breath. Feel your feet and connect them to the earth. Now, in your mind's eye, take another deep breath, but this time of Mother Earth energy up through your feet and gather all your body's stress. With the out breath, send all that stress down to your grounding cord between your legs down to Mother Earth. She will recycle this excess energy like she recycles dead leaves, plants, animals, and bodies. Again, Earth energy up. Gather the excess. There we go. Let it go. Now, breathe in cosmic energy from the universe into your body from the top of your head and then down through your body where it mixes with earth, with earth energy. So let's do that. Breathe in cosmic energy from the universe to the top of your head, and then it mixes with earth energy, and guess what? It comes back out the top of your head like a whale. There we go. Again, breathe in earth energy and cosmic energy easily and effortlessly. At the same time, naturally, easily and effortlessly. This is how and why we are simultaneously connected both to the earth below and the cosmos above and experience ourselves as individual beings yet part of something greater than ourselves, something universal. Now slowly open your eyes. With this month, December, we both start the new month and close the year with the knowledge that if you have if you choose a different path you will have a different outcome according to the ancient hindu system of chakras there are seven major chakras or energy centers throughout the body these past many months i have led you through monthly meditations going through each of the second seven chakras one at a time in may we became safe in our body by removing blocks in the first chakra our survival chakra at the base of our spine. In June, we opened to our power in our third chakra located two fingers above our navel. In July, we learned to safely open our hearts, our fourth chakra, and feed ourselves so that in August we celebrated and felt our feelings in our second chakra located in our gut, two fingers below our navel. In September, with the power of a smile that comes with a new start, we healed our fifth chakra in our throat to hear and speak the truth to ourselves and others. In October, we healed our sixth chakra, our third eye, between our eyebrows and opened our psychic ability to see, that is, with insight, understanding, and clarity, what we could not see before. In November, we opened our seventh chakra at the top of our head, our knowingness. By trusting ourselves, we rose up and flew out of the ashes of who we used to be. No longer disconnected, we were still and just new. 
having cleaned out and aligned all of our chakras, first through seventh, from the base of our spine to the top of our head, we are now ready to choose a different path and have a different outcome. Given this possibility to choose a different path and have a different outcome, I bet you're asking yourself, how do I know which path to choose? Well, I know what I know what I don't want anymore, but what do I want next? When you are grounded and connected to Mother Earth and the cosmos, you automatically receive information from the universe that translates it into material reality. When all your chakras and all your energy centers are cleared out of, out of blocks and aligned, you can know, see, hear, and speak your truth. You can be guided by your heart and act, feel accordingly, and live safe, secure, and protected. But what sometimes bothers or confuses uh, many people, however, is not which path to take, but rather, why the journey itself? Sometimes you might feel that life itself is so hard, so confusing, so exhausting, and the world is full of fear, angry and ignorance and suffering, so why all of this? To help you answer this question yourself, I am going to give you, while you are in meditation, a Taoist parable on what is the true self. So, let's start. Close again your eyes and take a few breaths. Check in with your grounding and your connected to earth energy. And now check your connection to the cosmos, to the universe at the top of your head. Check your alignment of all your chakras. Literally just count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And guess what? They'll all line up like a pole, just like that. Now just relax and listen and give yourself permission to get all the information you need. Master, the disciple asked, what exactly is the true self? The sage replied, ultimately, your true self is the Tao, and the Tao is you. I find that hard to believe, Master. The Tao is great. I am insignificant. The Tao is powerful. I have but little strength. The Tao is unlimited. I labor under many limitations. The Tao is everywhere, and I can only be in one place at a time. As far as I can tell, the Tao and I are completely different. So how can you say that ultimately the Tao is me and I am the Tao? Rather than respond directly, the sage hands the, dis the disciple a bowl and instructs him, Go to the nearby river with this and use it to bring back some water. Then we'll continue the discussion. The disciple carried out the order, but when he came back, the sage looked at the bowl and frowned. Didn't I tell you to fetch the water from the river? This can't be it. But it is, Master. The disciple was confused by the disapproval, too. I collected the water by dipping the bowl into the river. I assure you that this water absolutely is from the river. I know the river quite well, the sage said. All kinds of fish swim, it, swim in it, but I don't see any fish in this water. 
Numerous animals come to the river to drink from it, and yet I see no animals in this bowl. Many children from the village frolic in the shallows of the river. Well, I see no children in here either. Therefore, this cannot be the water from the river. The disciples said, Master, it is only a small amount of water. Of course, it cannot contain all those things. Oh, I see, said the sage. Well, in that case, I want you to go and pour the water back into the river. The disciple did so, and with a very puzzled expression on his face. He couldn't help but wonder what had possessed the sage to act so strangely. But he completed the task and returned. The sage asked, Is the water back in the river? The disciple nodded yes. Good, said the sage. That small amount of water you brought back is now the same water that touches the fish, the animals, and the children. And in fact, everything that the river is now applies to the water we were both looking at just a while ago. Think of the river as the Tao and the water in the bowl as your true self. From a limited point of view, that water seems very different from the river. It is understandable how one can be led to believe that the two are not the same and can never be the same. The river is far greater than the bowl of water, just as the Tao is far greater than an individual human being. Having carried water from the river, you can now see it from an expanded perspective. The river is the source of the water, just as the Tao is the source of our true inner selves. You saw this for yourself as you dipped the bowl into the river, so you insisted that the water was the same, even when I tried to convince you it wasn't. When you poured the water back, you saw that the separation of the water from the river was only temporary. It is just like that for the true self. Our physical existence is only a temporary condition. The eternal truth is that our innermost nature comes from and ultimately returns to the Tao. When all is said and done, we and the Tao are one. Just as the bowl contains the water contains water in the story, we have physical bodies that contain our true selves. Having a bowl is useful in that it allows one to carry water from one place to another. Similarly, having a body is useful in that it allows us to experience the physical realm as a part of it. Sometimes we identify with the body so much we become attached to it and think it, think of it as the self. That's like mistaking the bowl for the water. The water remains the same no matter what container it occupies. In the same way, your true self remains the essential you no matter how your body changes. Just as the disciple learned a valuable lesson carrying water from the river, and back to it again, we also learn from our experiences and various journeys through the material world. Just as the bowl of water is all by itself as it is being carried around, we can also feel alone and isolated as we move through life, working on our individual lesson plans. This feeling, reinforced by physical perceptions, can make us forget that we are all part of a greater self. 
The bowl cannot hold water forever. It may be accidentally dropped and smashed to pieces one day, or it may develop cracks and break apart after years of use. Similarly, the physical body cannot last indefinitely. Accidents, injuries, illness, or age will eventually render it unusable. The water must return to the river. Even if the water isn't, isn't poured back but spilled somewhere, it will still flow or seep its way into the river. Similarly, when the body is no longer a suitable vessel, the true self it contains must return to the source. Religious people may call this source God. Atheists may call it the laws of the universe. We call it the Tao. Whatever its label, it is our point of origin as well as our ultimate destination. Just as the water becomes one with the river, the true self merges with the Tao. That's when we realize that the feelings of isolation and separation are illusory. You and I are never truly separated or isolated from the divine source of universal creation. We are never truly alone. Oneness, the Tao that unifies all, is the ultimate reality of the true self. Now, take a moment to see where you are right now. Now look behind you to see where you've come from. Look ahead to see where you are going. Now, this present moment, you are aware. You can see both and understand all the paths lead and return back to you. When all is said and done, our true self is our point of origin as well as our ultimate destination. This is the eternal truth of it all. The divine resides within and without. I and thou art one. Now to close, imagine a ball of gold energy at the top of your head. This gold energy is you. It is your highest information. It pushes away all that is not you, all that is not appropriate this time. Like water, it cleans, it washes. So take a deep breath of gold energy from the top of your head. Release it and spreading it inside and outside of your body like a nice warm shower. A nice warm shower of your own gold energy. And now, bend over. Let the excess energy come out the top of your head. Let your head dangle and touch the ground if you can. And when you're ready, sit up and open your eyes. Where do you go from here? If you liked my meditation and want more, sign up for our twice monthly podcasts. Go to innerbeautyhealing.us. On the website, under seminars, look for Inner Spirit Healing with me, Reverend Dr. Trinity for guided meditations, self-healing tools, and a new moon meditation to set intentions and manifest your wishes. I also offer psychic readings and healings and an eight-week program called Facing Your Inner Shadows to heal yourself from the wounds of trauma, abuse, and of violence. 
or you can also uh, click on Inner Beauty Action Item with Five Element Fashion Designer Francesca Ordona Hollingsworth. This is a self-discovery podcast to see yourself from the inside out and become empowered in your female energy. Francesca just introduced her program, Seven Steps to Aging with Grace and Beauty. And we both offer 15-minute consultations that are free. Find the Offerings tab on the navigation bar and consultations will pop up. Scroll on down to either Inner Beauty Consultation Bar or Inner Spirit Consultation. Click on the one you want and you'll be taken to our respective pages. Scroll on down and find the pink complimentary consultation button. Click that to schedule your free 15-minute consultation. Lastly, as a bonus, when you sign up, your name is entered into our monthly drawing. So, it's time to pick our winner for a free 30-minute consultation. So, let's have a drum roll. And it is Susan Neighbor. Susan, we will be sending you an email with how to schedule your appointment. I hope you learned something of value today. Blessings. Thank you.